0: Chapter 4 of the New Army in Training. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The New Army in Training by Rudyard Kipling. Chapter 4 Canadians in Camp. Before you hit the buffalo, find out where the rest of the herd is. Proverb. This particular fold of Downs behind Salisbury might have been a hump of prairie near Winnipeg. The team that came over the rise, widely spaced between pole bar and whiffle trees, were certainly children of the prairie. They shied at the car. Their driver asked them dispassionately what they thought they were doing anyway. They put their wise heads together and did nothing at all. Yes, oh yes, said the driver they were western horses they weighed better than twelve hundred apiece he himself was from edmonton way the camp why the camp was right ahead along up this road no chance to miss it and say look out for our lorries a fleet of them hove in sight going at the rate of knots and keeping their left with a conscientiousness only learned when you come out of a country where nearly all the provinces except british columbia keep to the right every line of them from steering wheel to brake shoes proclaimed their nationality three perfectly efficient young men who were sprinkling a golf green with sifted earth ceased their duties to stare at them two riding boys also efficient on race horses, their knees under their chins and their saddles between their horses ears cantered past on the turf the rattle of the motors upset their cat's meat so one could compare their style of riding with that of an officer loping along to overtake a string of buck wagons that were trotting towards the horizon the riding boys have to endure sore hardship nowadays one gentleman has already complained that his private gallops are being cut up by gunwheels and irremediably ruined then more lorries, contractors' wagons, and increasing vileness of the battered roadbed, till one slid through a rude gate into a new world of canvas as far as the eye could see, and beyond that outlying clouds of tents. It is not a contingent that Canada has sent, but an army, horse, foot, guns, engineers, and all details, fully equipped. Taking that army's strength at 33,000 and the Dominion's population at 8 million, the camp is Canada on the scale of 1 to 240. An entire nation unrolled across a few square miles of turf and tents and huts. Here I could study at close hand a colony yearning to shake off the British yoke, for beyond question they yearned, the rank and file unreservedly the officers with more restraint but equal fervor and the things they said about the yoke were simply lamentable from nova scotia to victoria and every city township distributing center and divisional point between from subtropical white river and sultry jackfish to the ultimate north that lies up beside alaska from kootenay and nelson of the fruit farms to prince edward island where motors are not allowed They yearned to shake it off with the dust of England from their feet, at once and some time before that. I had been warned that when Armageddon came, the colonies would revolt against the mother country as one man, but I had no notion I should ever see the dread spectacle with my own eyes, or the one man so tall. Joking apart, the Canadian army wants to get to work. It admits that London is some city, but says it did not take the trip to visit london only armageddon which so many people in europe knew was bound to come has struck canada out of the blue like a noonday murder in a small town how will they feel when they actually view some of the destruction in france these men who are used to making and owning their homes and what effect will it have on their land's outlook and development for the next few generations older countries may possibly slip back into some sort of toleration. New peoples, in their first serious war, like girls in their first real love affair, neither forget nor forgive. That is why it pays to keep friends with the young. And such young, they ran inches above all normal standards, not in a few companies or battalions, but through the whole corps, and it was not easy to pick out foolish or even dull faces among them. Details going about their business through the camp's much mud Defaulters on fatigue, orderlies, foot and mounted, the procession of lorry drivers, companies falling in for inspection, battalions parading, brigades moving off from maneuvers, batteries clanking in from the ranges. They were all supple, free, and intelligent, and moved with a lift and a drive that made one sing for joy. Camp Gossip Only a few months ago that entire collection poured into Valcartier camp in pink shirts and straw hats, desperately afraid they might not be in time. Since then they have been taught several things, notably that the more independent the individual soldier, the more does he need forethought and endless care when he is in bulk. Just because we are all used to looking after ourselves in civil life, said an officer, we used to send parties out without rations and the parties used to go, too, and we expected the boys to look after their own feet, but we're wiser now. They're learning the same thing in the new army, I said. Company officers have to be taught to be mothers and housekeepers and sanitary inspectors. Where do your men come from? Tell me some place that they don't come from, said he, and I could not. The men had rolled up for him everywhere between the Arctic Circle and the border and i was told that those who could not get into the first contingent were moving heaven and earth and local politicians to get into the second there's some use in politics now that officer reflected but it's going to thin the voting lists at home a good many of the old south african crowd the rest are coming were present and awfully correct men last met as privates between diar and belmont were captains and majors now while while one lad who to the best of his ability had painted cape town pink in those fresh years was a grim non-commissioned officer worth his discipline, weight in dollars i didn't mind dan of old times when he turned up at valcartier disguised as a respectable citizen said my informant i just roped him in for my crowd he's a father to him he knows and have you many cheery souls coming in i asked not many but it's always the same with a first contingent you take everything that offers and weed the bravos out later we don't weed said an officer of artillery anyone who has his passage paid for by the canadian government stays with us till he eats out of our hand and he does they make the best men in the long run he added i thought of a friend of mine who is now disabusing two or three old soldiers In a service corps of the idea that they can run the battalion and i laughed the gunner was right old soldiers after a little loving care become valuable and virtuous a company of foot was drawn up under the lee of a fir plantation behind us they were a miniature of their army as their army was of their people and one could feel the impact of strong personality almost like a blow if you'd believe it said a cavalryman we're forbidden to cut into that little woodlot yonder not one stick of it may we have we could make shelters for our horses in a day out of that stuff but it's timber i guess sacred tame trees oh we know what wood is they issue it to us by the pound wood to burn by the pound what's wood for anyway and when do you think we shall be allowed to go someone asked not for the first time "'By and by,' said I, "'and then you'll have to detail half your army "'to see your equipment isn't stolen from you.' "'What?' cried an old Stracona horse. "'He looked anxiously toward the horse lines. "'I was thinking of your mechanical transport "'and your traveling workshops "'and a few other things that you've got. "'I got away from those large men on their windy hilltop "'and slid through mud and past mechanical transport "'and troops untold towards Lark Hill.' On the way, I passed three fresh-cut pine sticks, laid and notched, one atop of the other, to shore up a caving bank. Trust a Canadian or a beaver within gunshot of standing timber. Engineers and Appliances Lark Hill is where the Canadian engineers live, in the midst of a profligate abundance of tools and carts, pontoon wagons, field telephones, and other mouth-watering gear hundreds of tin huts are being built there but quite leisurely by contract i noticed three workmen at eleven o'clock of that monday forenoon as drunk as davy's sow reeling and shouting across the landscape so far as i could ascertain the workmen do not work extra shifts nor even but i hope this is incorrect on saturday afternoons and i think they take their full hour at noon these short days every camp throws up men one has met at the other end of the earth so of course the engineer c o was an ex-south african canadian some of our boys are digging a trench over yonder he said i'd like you to have a look at him the boys seemed to average five feet ten inches with thirty seven inch chests the soil was unaccommodating chalk what are you i asked of the first pickaxe private yes but before that mcgill the university understood 1912 and that boy with the shovel queens i think no he's toronto and thus the class in applied geology went on half up the trench under supervision of a corporal bachelor of science with a most scientific biceps they were young they were beautifully fit and they were all truly thankful that they lived in these high days sappers like sergeants take care to make themselves comfortable The Corps were dealing with all sorts of little domestic matters in the way of arrangements for baths, which are cruelly needed, and an apparatus for depopulating shirts, which is even more wanted. Healthy but unwashed men sleeping on the ground are bound to develop certain things which at first disgust them, but later are accepted as an unlovely part of the game. It would be quite easy to make bakehouses and superheated steam fittings to deal with the trouble the huts themselves stand on brick piers from one to three feet above ground the board floors are not grooved or tongued, so there is ample ventilation from beneath but they have installed decent cooking ranges and gas and the men have already made themselves all sorts of handy little labor-saving gadgets they would do this if they were in the real desert incidentally i came across a delightful bit of racial instinct a man had been told to knock up a desk out of broken packing cases there is only one type of desk in canada the roller tub with three shelves each side the knee hole characteristic sloping sides raised back and a long shelf in front of the writer he reproduced it faithfully barring of course the roller tub and the thing leaped to the eye out of its english office surroundings the engineers do not suffer for lack of talents their senior officers appear to have been the heads and their juniors the assistants in big concerns that wrestle with unharnessed nature there is a tale of the building of a bridge in valcartier camp which is not bad hearing the rank and file included miners road trestle and bridge men iron construction men who among other things are steeplejacks whole casts of such as and high explosives for a living loco drivers superintendents too for aught i know and a solid packing of selected machinists mechanics and electricians unluckily they were all a foot or so too tall for me to tell them that even if their equipment escaped at the front they would infallibly be rated for their men an unrelated detachment i left mcgill queens and toronto still digging in their trench which another undergraduate mounted and leading a horse went out of his way to jump standing my last glimpse was of a little detachment with five or six south african ribbons among them who were being looked over by an officer no one thought it strange that they should have embodied themselves and crossed the salt seas independently as so-and-so's horse it is best to travel with a title these days once arrived they were not at all particular except that they meant to join the army and the lonely batch was stating its qualifications as engineers they get over anyway in every way said my companion swimming i believe but who was the so-and-so that they were christened after i asked i guess he was the man who financed them or grub-staked them while they were waiting he may be one of them in that crowd now or he may be a provincial magnate at home getting another bunch together the vanguard of a nation then i went back to the main camp for a last look at that wonderful army where the tin-roofed messes take french conversation lessons with the keen-faced french-canadian officers and where one sees esprit de corps in the making nowhere is local sentiment stronger than in canada east and west lake and maritime provinces prairie and mountain fruit district and timberlands they each thrill to it The West keeps one cold, blue, open-air eye on the townful East. Winnipeg sits between, posing alternately a sophisticated metropolis and simple prairie. Alberta, of the Thousand Horses, looks down from her high-peaked saddle on all who walk on their feet. And British Columbia thanks God for an equable climate, and that she is not like Ottawa, full of politicians and frozen sludge quebec unassailable in her years and experience smiles tolerantly on the nova scotian for he has a history too and asks montreal if any good thing can come out of brandon Jaw, or regina they discuss each other outrageously as they know each other intimately over four thousand miles of longitude their fathers their families and all their connections which is useful when it comes to sizing up the merits of a newly promoted non-commissioned officer or the capacities of a quartermaster as their army does and suffers and its record begins to blaze fierce pride of regiment will be added to local love and of the national pride that backs and envelops all but that pride is held in very severe check now for they are neither provinces nor tribes but a welded people fighting in the war of liberty they permit themselves to hope that the physique of their next contingent will not be worse than that of the present they believe that their country can send forward a certain number of men and a certain number behind that all equipped to a certain scale of discomforts endured of the long learning and relearning and waiting on they say nothing they do not hint what they will do when their hour strikes though they more than hint their longing for that hour in all their talk i caught no phrase that could be twisted into the shadow of a boast or any claim to superiority even in respect to their kit and outfit no word or implication of self-praise for any sacrifice made or intended it was their rigid humility that impressed one as most significant and perhaps most menacing for such as may have to deal with this vanguard of an armed nation End of chapter 4, Canadians in Camp